yes, and welcome to our second episode of Marriage Moments. Yes, marriage moments. Marriage. This is great. Yes, we are Love so it. wonderful and just thankful and just would love to thank you all for just tuning in with us today and, you know, just sharing our experiences and we're going to give you all some wisdom, some jewels, as they say. Yes, and like today's episode you. is about praying without ceasing. Yes, praying without ceasing. That is something that is that should be utilized all the time in marriage. And yes. speaking of prayer without ceasing, I'm going to pray right now. Yes. Lord God, we just thank you for giving us this time to be able to come before your people once again, oh God, to give them some knowledge and tools that will assist them in marriage. Lord, we take it not for granted that you've given us this ability, oh God. We just love you so much and we thank you and we pray that we're able to help someone. Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray, oh Lord. Amen. 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 So when I looked up uh, praying without ceasing, everyone thinks about that as thinking about you just uh, in prayer and on your knees all the time, 24 hours a day or something like that. And that's not the case. It is basically having the having the love of God and having the trust of God in you at all times and just uh, looking at every situation, every situation, and, and looking at prayer uh, for every situation, every fearful situation. So uh, that's that's what I feel. What do you feel when you hear the saying, you know, praying without ceasing? Well, I pray without ceasing. Um, and I think I was praying without ceasing before I knew what pray without ceasing was. Because I've dealt with so many different things in my life. And all I can say is, Lord, come save me. And, you know, I've just dealt with a lot. And pray without season for me is just, you know, continually saturating yourself in God's presence. You know, whether you are on your knees or just driving your car. You could be driving your car. You could be washing dishes. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could be taking a walk around the block. You could be doing laundry. But you're always in his presence. You're always giving him some type of worship. You're always just, like it says, pray without ceasing. You're, I mean, it's like no matter what the situation, whether it's good or bad, you are giving him some prayer. You're giving him some glory. Yes. And that is pray without ceasing for me because it tells us, in First um, Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 6, it says, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunk are drunken in the night. That right there scripture, it ties in with First um, Thessalonians, where it says, in 17 verse five, chapter 5 17 pray without ceasing so you know as a prayer warrior for your family for your marriage it is it is important that you pray when everybody else is sleeping you know those are when the attacks occur the attacks on your family the attacks on your health they occur when you're sleeping so it is most important 
that you get up in the midnight hour and do some type of prayer, mm -hmm. you know, some type of supplication unto the Lord because you are fortifying yourself, you know, against the enemy's attacks. And that is something that I had to do inside of our marriage because we were being attacked heavily. Yes. Right, honey? We were being attacked. Okay. Like, and we didn't even know it was an attack. It's just like, you know, during that time, we being carnal Christians, you know, just doing our own thing. But being a carnal Christian, as 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 someone said, carnal Christians become casualties. And I heard that his name is um what's his name? Marcus. I can't think of his last name, but he's on YouTube and he said carnal Christians become casualties. And I believe that word to be true. Because if we're not walking upright and living a righteous life for the Lord, we will become casualties. If we're not praying without ceasing for our marriages, our marriages will become casualties. Absolutely. And you have to every day and keeping uh, the word of God and just just praying. Just when you were saying praying every day, praying without ceasing. Uh, praying usually helps me calm down in, in certain situations. Like if I'm getting frustrated, I kind of like sit back and say, okay, you know, let me get myself together. Let me, because I, I, sometimes I may find myself getting uh, angry at the kids or something like that. And, and praying without ceasing helps me in situations like that. I just like pray. So let me reset myself and let me react in a constructive way as opposed to reacting in anger you know and i think that that helped that helps well that's been helping me recently because i've been utilizing prayer a lot more uh you know as far as with dealing with you know frustrating situations so yeah i think that's best you know kids can be a little challenging and kids can you know they can cause a strain on a marriage you know they can mm -hmm. but if you have the Lord and he is in your life and he rules your life and he instructs you in all your ways, you know, he will curb that anger. He will. He will definitely curb that anger or those frustrations. But you have to, like you said, pray without ceasing. You have to constantly be in his presence so that he can cleanse, so that he can cleanse all unrighteousness. You know, anything that is inside of us, we say, oh, Lord, burn it up. You know, remove it in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us right now of all mm -hmm. unrighteousness and show us the right way. You know? Exactly. And I can exactly. say, oh, I have no issues in my marriage. <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm perfect. I'm, I'm holier than thou. I'm holier than thou and I'm perfect. Psych. <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad that you with that because it's like. We don't. We we definitely don't want this podcast to be like. Oh, you know, oh, they're just, so benevolent. It's just so it's so easy. All you need to do is pray, and all your problems go away. What? Just, everything is so easy, and it's not easy. No, we're human. He, Jesus, we make mistakes all the time. Yes, but it's good to understand and just have the foundation and know that okay, as long as you. Consult with God in all situations. Yes, consult with God consult. and not your friends. Yes. Consult. Not your parents. Uh-oh, we going a different route with this one today. I'm about to stand up. <laughs> consult yes, with consult God. with God. 
with all of your decisions. You know, consult with some godly friends that are married. Oh, I'm about to go all the way in. Jesus, help me, Lord. Take the will. Take the will. Jesus, take the will. Listen, I must say this. Consult with God because as consult with godly friends because if you consult, you know, some of us have those ungodly friends that we may still, you know, associate with, you know, it's okay, you know, because hopefully one day they'll come into the kingdom by your witness. May they not influence you, but you influence them. So if you're consulting with your ungodly friends, your ungodly friends that's possibly divorced, or your ungodly friends that's possibly miserable, because you know misery loves company and misery is a spirit and it loves company. So um, you're possibly consulting with them about the, <clears throat> the affairs that are going on inside of your marriage. Guess what? They're gonna spew all types of negativity and that negativity is gonna deposit into you and then you're gonna go deposit it onto your spouse and then y'all gonna have a whole situation that may lead y'all to divorce court. And then, babe, if you got those parents, I'm about to go there, babe. You're going to forgive me later. I ain't going to go all the way in. You, then you got those people that are divorce experts. Everything is divorced with them. There's no reconciliation. There's no, you know, trying to fix it up. Oh, divorce, 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 divorce. The devil is a lie. The Lord said what God has put together, let no man put asunder. Okay. That's what the Lord says about marriage. So, therefore, you have to even be careful when you are, you know, talking to your relatives that have been divorced. Some of them have the ideal that the first wife never works out. Well, but didn't God just say what God has put together, let no man put asunder? What you mean the first wife never works? I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Like, what's the whole purpose of getting married if it's not going to work? What's the whole purpose of getting married and you bringing children into this world? Exactly. Now they have to go and grow up in a broken home. Like that's 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 allowing demons to come in. That's true. That's wow, true. babe, go ahead. So I mean, that's that's right. As far as to 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 look at it as a number thing and 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 saying first, uh, assuming that it's going to be a second, is almost like setting yourself up for failure. So you're already thinking, okay, uh, you're already thinking, okay, well, th there's going to be a replacement and there's, you know, and, and it's already inevitable and it's already written, which it's, it, that's, that's not the case, you know? And, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we, we are, you know, we talked about, you know, divorce uh, before I, I've, you know, suffered with uh, being a, a child, you know, dealing with, you know, divorce, my parents, um, going through divorce and it's just that that part even though they uh they, they made things civil to make things work it still was that underlying um awkwardness and uh, you know that being uncomfortable which i knew i didn't want to you know have for my children you know yes. or just i didn't want to go through that again on a on a whole nother level, you yes. know. So, yes. Um, yes. And uh, and it's and it's like you 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 deal with that constantly, even up to, um, you know, my mom's passing. It was just like you know always dealing with that, 
that, that awkwardness. That awkwardness and that, that friction, thing like that. And now, you know, it's something that they felt that that was the best situation for their situation. But um, I think that I can write another path as far as for mine. You have and, written another yeah, path. Oh yeah, absolutely. First of all, you've written another path because you allow God to be the center. Yes. That's yeah. That right there is first and foremost. That wasn't the situation with your parents. And, you know, as they say, God first, the husband, the wife, children, you know, God the head, then the husband, then the wife, then the children. But that wasn't the situation in your parents' case. So that played a part in why it didn't work. Because you have to have God as the center. God has to be everything. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot more... It's a lot more details to can be in our marriage, to our marriage, the different things that we've experienced, you know, um, in order to get us to this road of repair, this road of healing. Mm -hmm. My husband is still healing, you know, like we talk about the divorce and he's and it's, it's still an awkward situation for him because, you know, that's something that he has to totally heal from. And he's an adult. Yeah, it's like that happened on 16, you know, um, you know, and I'm 40. I'll be 41 next week. Hey, happy 41. birthday! Wow. So I mean, you know, I've I've healed to most of it, you know, but it's it's still an underlying thing where you know, yeah, uh, that we deal with. You but know, guess what? Sister. You won't have to deal with it. Exactly. Exactly. You won't have to deal with that. We plead the blood over that in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Definitely. Definitely. It's very important for, you know, parents, husband and wives to put their differences aside for their children's sake. You know, they be like, oh, the children are going to bounce back. They're resilient. Yeah, they're resilient. But here it is. My husband, this happened to him when he was 16 and he still has different effects from it. And I'm sure that anybody that listens to this podcast that is that has dealt with divorce as an as a spouse or has dealt with divorce as a child will still say that they have some type of residue from the situation. So, you know, that again, prayer without ceasing and, you know, seeking deliverance, that right there will cleanse your soul. That right there will cleanse you of all those things. And I'm a strong believer that if we continue to pray, continue to pray, you know, it can cleanse a person. It can it can assist in cleansing a person, you know. Um, but like I was saying with the um, godly counsel, mm -hmm. you definitely want to seek godly counsel in a situation like this because getting in contact with friends that are not, you know, godly or they don't have a respect for marriage is not going to do anything but make your marriage go on a decline. That's it. Because they're going to impart to you, like I said earlier, all the negative things. And then you're going to have that all inside of you. And then you're going to impart it to your spouse. And it's going to be all over your house. And there was like little demons running around just tearing up everything. You know what I'm saying? Just visualize. They just tearing up the TV, tearing up the clothes, just tearing up the couch. Just tearing up everything. Yeah. You know, like Tasmanian Devil. Tasmanian Devil just been. Yeah. Tasmanian Devil just been unloosed in your home. Jesus. That's what I was thinking about Tasmanian yes. Devil. Yes. Tasmanian Devil just going. 
all through the house, tearing up everything. So no, that's not what we want. We plead the blood. Yes, we've been redeemed. So, babe, is there anything else you want to say? This was good. This was, a, this this was, was awesome. This was a good. I was, I was actually looking, because this is the podcast too, so I was looking forward to like coming home and 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 doing this. So it was like I was I was looking forward. I was definitely anticipating and and of course you get that nervousness of like, okay, now we have a small audience. It's like you get those comments. It's like, okay, now we have to get We don't care about I, the comments. I, 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 no, no, okay, you know, <laughs> we don't care about the comments. You know, but it, no, not not basically saying I mean the, the negative. We love the positive. We don't care about the negative comments. No, Let me rephrase that. No, basically just just knowing that Someone is out there just knowing that hey, c- congratulations, those type of comments. Yes, like, that's just, wonderful. Just hearing that, I'm like, oh man, we we have an audience now, so we have to you know uh, deliver. But then after, and I say, say deliver after yes, just deliver. going to praise and worship, and then playing this this wonderful song called "Deliver Me," um, which that's what was playing in the beginning. It just. Uh, you know, kind of calms you and say, okay, you, you got this. You can, you don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be fearful. You said be anxious for nothing. You be anxious for nothing. Yes, you, you know, but with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. Uh, hey, yes, hallelujah. Yes, yes. That's what our scripture is. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you don't have to be anxious or nervous. Just, right. Uh, just, just do it. Um, uh, feel the fear and do it anyway. That was a book that, um, uh, that I... Uh, read that helped me in the past as far as you know feel the fear and do it anyway um and actually um uh, one of my brothers uh, uh john pierre um on his podcast um which is um you, you heard what i said um I, I, I promote them a lot on the last one on the podcast he said you know what just do it scared do it scared mm-hmm. so i'm like you know if you feel scared so what but just, just, just do it, and that's. I mean, I think that's what we're doing. I'm with never this. scared. I know, you know. I think that's. I think that's what we're doing. We're just like putting ourselves out there. Like, yes. Look, um, we, we're looking at certain things to do. We're like, look, we just want to just do it. Yes. You know so. that prayer, that scripture that we referenced was um Philippians four and six, and it says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God." Yes. yes. Be anxious for nothing. That's right. Be anxious for nothing. It's like you said. And Joyce Meyer has a book called Do It Afraid. Uh, do it afraid? Yes, oh, okay. Joyce Meyer has a book called Do It Afraid. So it's something, it's something with this fear. Cause it's like, it is, okay, fear. Yeah, it is. It is a yeah. fear. It's a fear. I have a fear. You know, every now and then, whew, my God, thinking about it now, I'm getting a little anxious. But, but be anxious act, for nothing. But the action and prayer is what gets you through the... But yeah. it's like sometimes when I have to pray before people. Oh, public speaking is... Yeah, I, yeah that right there. Like, I can, I can tear the house down. But when I get in front of people, I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lord. I have to just visualize myself being inside my living room praying. <laughs> That's what I said, babe. We in the living room. We in the, we living, in the living room. We in the living room. We in the living room. That's. Yeah. But, you know, I really I really want to thank you all for um, tuning in. I don't even. Did we give them our names? Well, you know, people that know us know our know names, us, but, but those that don't know us don't know our names. And I told my, I told you. I, <laughs> I told you last. I said we have to introduce ourselves in this one. So, 
We have to introduce ourselves. Okay. Okay. I'm Kayambi. Hey, babe. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce my whole name. Can introduce that whole I'm name. I'm Kayambi Roe Roe Burton. Yes, that's yes. Kayambi Roe Roe Burton. And uh, everyone asks, oh, what does that mean? It means mountain of blackness. Mountain of blackness. And I am married to the wonderful Angela Vincent Burton. Yes, I use my um, maiden name because I'm a business owner. Yes, yes. And I have to, you know... Keep that business name. But I'm Angela Vincent Burton. Some know me as Angela Burton. And um, he wants to be shouting out what the meaning of his name might. The meaning of Angela means messenger of God. Yeah, How about there that? you go. Yeah. And we looked that up. Right. I was like, what? Hey. I said, I remember that. But messenger of God. Messenger of God. Is he bringing the message. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bringing the message. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we want to thank you. For tuning into Marriage Moments, we're not going to keep you long. We're just going to give you some jewels, yep. and we're going to keep it moving. But listen, pray without ceasing. Get before the Lord's throne. Give him worship. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Thank him for everything that he has done in your life. Thank him, Thank him. for just loving you and caring for you and your family. Thank him. That the fact that you can see, I watched the video today. This young man, colorblind, his cousin, I think it was his cousin or his brother, gave him some glasses because he wanted him to see his beautiful red Camaro. When that young man got those glasses, you think he was worried about that car? He picked up a leaf and was so amazed at the leaf. He stopped and looked at the bushes. Stuff we take for granted. He looked at, he went and touched the grass. Okay? This is things we take. He said, this is what y'all been seeing all this time? My God, the tears was flowing. Like, I just had to give God some worship. Because it's like, come on. The little things. He went, because he didn't even look at the car. He like, car, what? I want to see this leaf. I want to see this grass. Little things, little things. He just stood there looking like this is what y'all been seeing all these years. My God, take not for granted that the Lord has given you the gift of having vision to see color. Yes. Come on. Yes. Thank him. Give him some glory. Give him some honor and some praise. Pray without ceasing. Appreciate. Yes. Hallelujah. Appreciate. Appreciate him because he loves you and he cares for you. My God, I'm getting excited. You want to put the worship music on, babe? Get the worship music. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you all for joining us. Marriage moments, moments in marriage. God bless.